Hello everyone, good evening, welcome to another installment of The Love Pill. This is your host, The Samaritan Woman. How are we all doing today? I hope everyone is safe and sound. Um, this is a, a, a difficult time for mankind where the whole world, the whole world is thrown into this pandemic. And um, this is a time when um, we have to put our faith into action. And, um, well, before I go into all of that, <laughs> let, me, let me just welcome everyone and um, thank you for listening. For those that keep listening, that keep coming back, that are constantly asking me when's the next episode, um, you know, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you. I thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Um, and just to remind everyone that this podcast is available on a variety of platforms. You can find this podcast, not just here on Anchor, but you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on, um, Google podcasts, on iTunes, Apple podcasts, uh, you can find it on quite a few of the podcast carriers. So please uh, feel free to tune in. You don't necessarily have to download an app. If you don't have any of those platforms, you can just listen on Google. Just Google The Love Pill uh, by The Samaritan Woman and you will find it on there. Um, so yeah, today I will talk about a few different things. Um, I want us to keep in, you know, keep going with the program. Uh, I know lately it's been me talking about my musings. Um, before I started doing this podcast, this is something I've been called to do for two years, almost three years before I started doing it. And so I have topics already lined up and I had them in a certain sequence, but it seems like God is trying to take me to different directions. Or like I said to someone a couple of days ago, I'm starting two years late. So, um, I have to try to hurry up and play catch up, uh, and get to where I'm supposed to be. Um, but so today we're going to talk about birth, uh, destiny, fate, um, and then death. Um, we had talked about death on the first episode of this program, um, but we are going to talk about it a little more. And uh, in everything, I just want us to keep an open mind. Um, this is an open-minded space. Uh, if you have anything that you want to add, contribute, um, disagree with me on, please feel free to do so in a respectful manner. Um, I come to you with love and I expect love in return and um, sometimes I say things on here that are musing sometimes they're divinely inspired sometimes you know they're just my own random thoughts and sometimes it's really you know not sometimes but everything I say on here is food for thought so you don't necessarily have to agree with me we can agree to disagree but um, it is food for thought, and um, you you can choose to take it or leave it. You can choose to take it and ponder on it, pray on it, see how you feel about it. You know, some of the things I will discuss on podcasts on this show might have um, nothing to do with something I particularly believe in, um, but because it's things that 
are out there and I want you to be aware. Um, it is my job to help make you aware um, of certain things you may not or you may be aware of um, at the same time, but um, it's kind of my job to kind of bring certain things out. So uh, take it with a grain of salt, take it with love. Remember everything that I say to you, I come to you from a place of love and it might not be something that you necessarily agree with, but uh, keep an open mind. I'm not here to corrupt any minds. I'm here to share and to get us um, thinking. Um, You know, we have to be open to renewing our minds. And I don't mean that in a negative way. So if I mention some things here that are particularly negative to one group of people, please keep an open mind. And um, you don't remember, you don't have to subscribe to it. You don't have to ascribe to it. You don't have to agree with it. Um, You know, there's this platform basically is one of openness, of love, where everyone, regardless of creed, is welcome. And so too are the things we will talk on as time goes by. So today, let's get started. We'll talk about birth. Um, You know, have you ever thought about when a child is born? Is that child born into the family they're born into? Because that is where they chose to be born into or are they born there because those parents um, consummated their marriage and conceived that child or are they born there because um, by divine ordination um, or is divine ordination same as the child choosing the parent Um, these are all things sometimes that one kind of thinks about or you know do you ever like if you come from a difficult family and difficult in quotes here but do you ever think about why were you born into this family like there's somebody in your family that's particularly narcissistic that's particularly rude angry arrogant a drunk a thief a liar um you know just a bad person have you ever thought about why you were born in that family? Why do you have that? Are you that person in your family who's always caught in the middle? Like everybody disagrees with you from time to time. Um, you know, you can never seem to, you know, even though you may be right about the things that you say, but they always take it to mean evil. They always take it to mean negative or stuff like that. And until they see the light or until they see what it is you were talking about, and even then, they may not give you credit for it. Are you are you someone who's born into a home like that? Do you ever wonder, you know, um, how did you come to being with the siblings that you have, especially if you don't get along with your siblings? What is it? What is it that is so different, that is so typical, that is so crucial about you being born in that home? Um, are those things that we, we think about? Because they should be. Um, your birth kind of shapes in a way um your trajectory um and I, I say in a way so don't come for me and say oh well there are people that were born into this and they're not this and what you know um I said in a way and and we're going to talk about that a little um so for instance like let us say that a child 
that is born into a home where the father of that home or the mother um, is a drunk and they drink like a fish they're drunk every night and this child tells himself or herself for as long as I live I will never ever take a drop of alcohol and they wouldn't even associate themselves with someone who drinks when they become adults because they their mind flashes back to that violent parent who would get violent when they're drunk or stuff like that or who is just a sloppy drunk you know um or do we ever think about um you know or even in in that same setting what about the child that grows up and turns into the drunk even worse than the parents um you know that's that's a possibility and is that child a product of their environment could they have been different could they have saved themselves um you know are some things just predispositions and um for the child that grows up and decides that they don't want to deal with alcohol they want to stay away from it because they came from a home where they had a parent that was a drunk does that particular child now turn around and try to help the drunk parent and save him in you know in whatever way that they can was that the reason why this child came into this family was so that that drunk parent through them could come into the light um you know sometimes that is what it is sometimes our children are supposed to bring us to the light not supposed to but they're the ones their birth they're coming to this world they're being our children um is the reason why we take a certain course eventually in life. Um, Sometimes it's a positive course, sometimes it's a negative one. Um, But we, let's just say that the birth of a child changes things. You know, you hear that a lot. You know, the birth of a child changes things, but do we ever think about that? Do we ever think, you know, that this child come here so we could learn a lesson through this child? You know, sometimes when people give birth and they have a stillbirth or they have a a child who dies in infancy, you know, um, well, every time I think the parents struggle with that grief and um, it's hurtful. It's something that does not leave a parent ever. Um, The loss of a child, I think that no matter how many children you ever have, when you lose a child, um, that pain remains with you for life. And, um, but you you just kind of wonder, like, did that child come in, albeit for a brief moment, did that child come in to teach you compassion, to teach you kindness, to teach you love, or maybe to harden you? Because sometimes... When people suffer such a devastating loss, they harden, their hearts are hardened. And sometimes the hardening of your heart is all a part of your destiny. It's all a part of God's plan for you. Um, And people say, well, the plans that I have of you uh, are plans of good and not of evil, you know, um, to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you an expected end. However, um, people ought to also, also remember that um, it's the same God that creates people that he says, you know, 
in, in the book of Romans, he talks about how when he he chooses whom he chooses, and he has mercy on whom he has mercy, and he hardens whom he ha- whom he hardens. So you just kind of have to um, think about it. You know, were you born, and then in the course of your life something tragic like that happened did you lose a child or were you a child that lost a parent or both parents and that loss changed the course of your life it changed your destiny it changed you know so you kind of have to think about certain things and um you know sometimes a child is born into a home and everything goes wrong that could go wrong you know like daddy loses his job you know, the finances go down, the family, there's there's arguments day in, day out between the mom and dad. Like nothing, nothing goes right after the birth of that child. And then there's the case where the child uh, gives birth, I'm sorry, the child is born. And then the child is like, it's kind of like the child brought luck onto the family because now all of a sudden there is plenty there's maybe daddy was unemployed and now he's got a job or he got a promotion or mommy got a promotion or whatever you know there's there's abundance and and kind of wonder you know um was that child born with a lucky star like they say and there are cultures that believe that some children come in with a lucky star um you know now somebody would talk about stars um we each have a star we each have a star um, and it, let's take it into the into the Bible for the people that are Bible based. You know, uh, when Christ was born, the shepherds followed the star. The star led them. It was the star. Everybody followed the star that went to see the baby. It was the star. That star. We each have one. Now, because there is evil in the world, that star can be used as a weapon of manipulation. So we ought to be very careful. We ought to pray that our stars be hidden away from evil people. And if you like, you believe it. If you like, you don't. But remember, that same star was what had Herod trying to get baby Jesus so let us realize that we are we have these stars each and every one of us has a star and just like Christ's star was bright and it foretold of the king that had been born our stars also foretell certain things about who we're who we are what we're bringing what we're coming to do here um so there is such a thing as destiny the bible talks about you know it says i have called you in my name you are mine i have called you you get called by god It says, before I formed you, I knew you. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I chose you to be mine. 
you had already been chosen. And in choosing you, you had already been given a mission. And if that mission meant that for in order for it to be fulfilled, you had to come in through the parents that you had to come in through, somehow there was a choosing. Now, was it a divine choosing? Was it a choosing by your soul? Well, we don't really know. But there was a choosing that took place. Um, Native Native Indians believe that a child, a soul, chooses their parents. So, this is something that is quite common to certain cultures. It is common to certain cultures. Now, as far as our destiny... Actually, let's go back. Let's go back to to birth. Let's go back to to pre-birth. While we're still souls, um, there's a there's certain beliefs in the world that um, certain things are agreed upon between souls before they come here on Earth, and it's in the course of that agreement that friendships are made, family ties are made, and stuff like that. You get to choose the souls that you get to encounter prior to you coming here. There's that belief. And sometimes you kind of have to give something some thought. Because if that's the case, it will explain sometimes how you'd meet someone and instantly feel a connection with them. Instantly have a bond with them. A very strong bond. You know, I'll use a case in point here. My godson. I have a very strong bond with him. It goes both ways. He has a very strong bond with me too. And it's been that way since he was born. And I love him like he were my own son. I love all my godchildren like they were mine biologically. Um, But him and I share a very special bond. A very, very special bond. And I pray to God that it continues that way, you know, till he takes me. But, um, you know, and hopefully, you know, it's a long, long way from here. But if it isn't, I still pray for that special bond to continue till, till my last breath. Um, but it is, it is quite interesting to see and experience, you know, meeting someone for, for the first time and having that special connection with that person and just looking at them and, and, and just kind of understanding that this person somehow is linked to you, somehow they're connected to you. You cannot really explain it, but somehow there's a tie there. You know, you see somebody, you look, your eyes connect, it's like your souls speak to each other. If you've never experienced that, then um, pray pray to experience that. It's quite beautiful. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be something romantic. You know, it, it can happen with anybody in any setting, but it's a connection of souls, like your eyes meet. And it's like your eyes talk to each other. You talk to each other through your eyes. I'm not talking eye language. I'm talking soul language. Um, it's a deep knowing of familiarity. Of It's a deep, um, how can I say it? Like you're, you're deeply comfortable with this person around. Or deeply uncomfortable too. Um, because there are cases where you meet somebody and you instantly 
have all your your guards up something innate something deep within you tells you this person is evil um so it's just it's just a few different things but um you know or you two just don't take a liking to each other you know um and it's interesting how sometimes people can come together in various ways through 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 the most weird circumstances but let us keep in mind that we're all connected we're all connected we're all one nobody is better than the other person we're all one and we have to keep that connection going we have to understand that you know I'm here because you are there and you are here because I am there we are all connected um everything that you do do it like you were doing it for someone else for the service of someone else and I promise you you will you will find fulfillment in even the most mundane things that you do I think that as human beings we have a tendency to to be I don't know self-centered and selfish or whatever but let us remember that we're not here of our own accord we're going through this human experience for a reason and collectively for a reason the people you encounter every day is not by chance I don't care about if it's somebody that you just you know went past in the street or if it's somebody that you stopped and say said hello to somebody that you already knew it's not perchance nothing is perchance um and as much as God gave us free will at the same time there's he's also God and there's his control over our free will at the same time um you know, let's just be mindful of that a little and uh, also I want us to you know continue on the topic of destiny and fate um next time and then we'll talk about death I don't want this to go on for too long so this particular chapter is going to have a few different takes to it (laughs) you know we're going to take a few you know maybe three segments or so um, of this particular chapter but I just wanted us to come today and talk about something other than the pandemic however let me briefly touch on the pandemic I just want to encourage everyone you know, let us, like I said earlier in the podcast, let us keep our faith strong. Let us hold our heads up high. And let us understand that we are here for one another. We are here for each other. That um, life is, life is, life is beautiful. And, and, and that things happen sometimes that we would have no control over and this pandemic right now is something that the common man has no control over however your faith in God your faith in humanity your faith in yourself your faith in possibilities that's what you have to hang on to God above all and I told you all already I believe in the one true God. 
Now, who's that God to me? That God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are all one person. To someone else, it might be something else, someone else. But believe, because there is a God. And the end is near. So, lean on love. That is the greatest commandment. Love yourselves. Above all, love God. Love one another. Collectively, if we have this energy of love in this world right now, we will thrive. We will win because the evil one is trying to destroy the world right now. Now, heaven and earth as we know it shall pass away. But we don't want to be destroyed with what passes away. We want to be there for the new. So, I want to call upon everyone. Yes, I know it's a hard time to think about other things, to try to shift our mind and not focus so much so much on what's going on. I know it's hard. But listen, it doesn't have to be so hard. It will be all right. You will be all right. I promise you. And we will talk about death in parts of this, um, in the third part of this series, birth, fate, and death. We'll talk about death, and we will we will talk about you know how it's not the end so don't give up don't lose hope because even with death death has a purpose and I'm not saying that you will die in the course of this pandemic but if it should happen if you should go if I should go let us go with joy so for the days that we have left here let us live it cheerfully, lovingly. Um, while in confinement, I know because we have to self-isolate. You know, someone like me, I am single. I have no children. I live alone. So self-isolation is real. I'm totally alone. But I keep myself entertained. I keep my mind going. Yeah, I eat a lot too. (laughs) I eat a lot too because it seems like every time I think uh, I'm a little bored, I go get something to nibble on. But at the same time, you know, the hours go by and, you know, I work from home and I, you know, I'm just taking it day, day by day. But, you know, the hours go by and there's a new day. And then there's a new day. And there's a new day. And by God's grace, someday, this pandemic will be behind us. Now do your part. While staying positive, keep a positive mindset. That's what I mean. While doing that, remember to follow the rules. Wash your hands. Self-isolate. Wash your hands. And... You know, 
keep a hand sanitizer like I keep one with me wherever I am every room I am in I keep one with me so it's readily handy for me to uh, for me to use um, every morning I wake up first thing I do is I sanitize my apartment I spray some Lysol to sanitize it um, you know that's after I am out of bed um, but first thing I do of course is pray and give thanks to God for a new day which I think we shouldn't take for granted we have these days we shouldn't take them for granted um, to those of you that are sick right now be it with the COVID-19 or um, anything else I pray that you get well I pray for your healing I pray for your soul I pray for your mind I pray for your spirit I pray that you be healed and that you be transformed that you live a life of purpose that you live a destiny fulfilled according to what God your maker had destined for you and that if he should call you home may you go home to him and him only May the evil one have no hand in this as far as your journey onwards is concerned. And that whatever God has planned, sorry, whatever the devil has planned for evil, may God turn around for good. And even with this situation, I just pray for positivity all through that everything negative become good. In the mighty name of my Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen. He's the one true Christ. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Love Pale. Please remember you can leave voicemail on here if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, um, or even praise reports. Please feel free to leave them. We have voicemail. um, For those of you that are listening on Anchor platform, you can leave me voicemail on here. For the other platforms, I am not quite sure there is a way to use um, the voicemail feature on there. Something I would have to find time to look into, but at least on Anchor, you can leave me voicemail. And um, in the meantime, also please feel free to reach out if you need a prayer partner, if you need me to join my faith to yours, my faith to yours rather, and pray with you if you would like for me to say a prayer for a loved one of yours that is currently unwell. Um, please feel free to, to reach out to me. Um, I pray when I pray for people, I let the Holy Spirit guide me as to how I should pray for these people. And sometimes it involves fasting, um, you know, whatever kind of abstinence I have to endure for that, I do it. I do not hesitate. Um, So if you need somebody to join their faith to yours, and maybe you're feeling a little weak right now, You just can't pray on your own. Your faith is failing you. Please reach out. I would love to join mine to yours. Let us lift one another up through these tough times. We will make it through. Thank you so much. Have a good, good day. And remain blessed. I love you all. Thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to the... This is your host, the Samaritan Woman. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm sorry this recording today does not seem to be cooperating. I'm going to try my best here. Hopefully, 
uh, things work out. So in case this, the beginning of this recording is a little choppy, please bear with me. Um, hope everyone is doing well. Um, hope everyone is practicing social distancing. And for those who are single, hope you're self-isolating and having fun being by yourself. Um, today we're going to talk... Um, it's kind of it's it's going to be a continuation from yesterday, and what we're going to talk about today is going to be about you know our life, our life path, our destiny, our fate. Um, do you wonder sometimes if excuse me, everything is um, pre-planned, or if we set our own destiny, we chart our own course. Um, why is it that some people are successful and some people aren't? Again, success is relative, but, um, you know, do you just kind of wonder, you know, um, I personally feel like everything is predestined, it's preordained. We don't make our destinies. We might shape them based on the decisions we take um, in one way or another. But ultimately, I feel like it is meant to go the way it goes. um, Because ultimately, that's how it was supposed to go. And um, I feel like sometimes people don't know... Um, where they are supposed to be or who they are in reality and that's what makes people kind of get lost in this world Um, they struggle trying to find themselves but I believe that at at the end um, the goal is to get to where you're meant to get to sometimes we miss it sometimes we get there but Everybody comes in in this world for a purpose. We all have, there's a reason why we're here. And sometimes it's got nothing to do with what you do for a living. Sometimes, you know, your, your, I call it your soul's purpose. Your soul's purpose is totally different from your day to day sometimes. And sometimes it's one and the same. For instance, you might be a doctor or a teacher and that is you living out your soul's purpose. You are called to teach. You are called to heal. Um, or you may not be called to do that. Um, your soul may not have been called to be a healing soul. Your, your soul may have been called to be an intercessor. Um, to be a... You know, I don't even know what to call it, but... Maybe not necessarily a healing soul, but um, at the end of the day, we are on this journey and we get so carried away with the mundane things of life that we don't focus. We don't take time to figure out why we here, why we truly here. You know, do you think you're just here to just come in and make money and die? You know, come in. Come into the world, get an education, if at all you were blessed enough to get one, and, you know, write some exams, pass some exams, you know, get a job, buy a house with a white picket fence, (laughs) you know, get married, have children, and die. 
Is that really what you came here for? Or is there more to your existence? You know, um, what Michael Jackson talked about, you know, stopping to exist and start living. Are we really living? Are most of us really living? You know, I believe that a lot of us are not living. We're just existing. We're coursing through life, but not really knowing where we're headed. And somebody would say, well, how do we know this? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. No. Um, I believe that the answer lies within us. Because we each have God within us. Christians call him the Holy Spirit. But we each have God within us. And there's no question that you will ask God within you that you will not be told the answer to. You have to sometimes really quiet your mind to listen. Sometimes it comes to you in a voice. Sometimes it's in a quiet inner voice. Sometimes it's in a thought. Sometimes it's in a dream. Sometimes it's in a vision. Sometimes it's in music, in a book. But the answer comes. And when you get it, you know that you got it. And you know that this is what you were born for. So, there are lots of us who were born to be to be here at this time in this world to help others find their way to help lead orders others to where they're supposed to be going to help give others hope to help share the love of God and make people understand that even though the end of the world as we know it is near there's better ahead so we should hold our heads up and not give up we should rather rejoice and be grateful and we should understand that the way the world works is different from what we see the physical we should learn to see with then we should learn to see the non-physical we should learn to see from a spiritual point of view these are things we can learn these are things we should know but those answers are not answers somebody can give you you don't know these things till you know them and the only way you know them it has to be divinely given to you so some of us are here to guide some of us are here to help but we cannot give you the answers so what I am trying to tell everyone tonight is look within yourself if you're if you're in the world right now and you don't know where you're headed you don't know where you where you're supposed to be you kind of have always wondered who you truly are you have questions for yourself you're kind of you know asking what is it that you came here for look within quiet your mind seek till you find trust me you will find the answers you will get those answers and you will know where you're headed but the time is now to know it 
The time is short. And the evil one knows it. Things are going to get worse. What we're going through right now, this pandemic, things will get worse. There are going to be worse things than this that are going to come. Are we ready to deal? Are we ready to survive it? Are we ready? Are we okay that if today were our last day on earth, are we okay to go? Have you lived your purpose? Are you living your purpose right now? If you're not living your purpose, then you may not be ready to go. Then you may still be holding on. If you're in the world, you may still be holding on. But once you know what it is you're here to do, pray for guidance, pray for strength, pray for wisdom, pray for knowledge that you be able to do what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then when the time comes, go ahead and leave. Leave peacefully knowing that you did it. We only have one life to live, my people. I'm sorry if this recording is a little low or a little noisy in some places. My neighbors just came out and they're really loud out on the stairs. So I'm trying to keep this the tempo the same um, and not really scream. But I'm not much of a loud talker either, except when I'm really excited. But they are really loud out there, so I do apologize if this recording is a little unclear. If it's a re- if you if I sound a little distracted, is that you know their noise was a little distracting to me. But I really want everyone that's listening to take that time and figure out what their soul's purpose is. Pray, meditate, research, read books. Number one, ask questions. You didn't just fall from the sky. You came from somewhere. You were created. So ask questions. Why are you living this human existence right now? What is the end goal? And why are we all living this human existence collectively? Is it just so I can be an individual on my own? So you can be an individual on your own. There's got to be something that we're supposed to do together. As a people. As a society. Universally. Worldly. Whatever word it is you choose, but... This is the time. The time is now. For people to awaken... And I know some of you might have heard this word awaken before. And sometimes it gets a little bit abused because people that feel they are awakened sometimes aren't. One thing I say about that is that when you think you know, you don't know. And what you think you know, you don't know. For as long as we're open to knowing, to learning, to knowledge, to wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is a principal thing. And in getting getting it, get understanding. I believe that between uh, the books of Psalms and Proverbs, the words wisdom, knowledge, and understanding appear over 138 times. And the reason for that is because God wants us to get it. Get it. 
Bible talks about worshiping in spirit and in truth. What is that truth? It says the truth shall set you free. People think it's just about you telling the, the truth. But it's about you knowing truth. And truth is a knowing. It's not off of somebody telling you. It's a deep knowing. Because there's so many deceptions in the world. There's so much out there that is not what meets the eye. So you have to see with more than your physical eyes. You have to understand. You have to have that wisdom. That's the only way we will overcome the world of today. So I urge everyone listening to my voice. If you have felt that you have a calling, please meditate. Get to know more about that calling so that you can use it because the time, we're running out of time, people. I'm just a messenger. I'm just here to sound an alarm. We are running out of time. It's time for everyone to wake up. Wake up. I'm going to take this opportunity to address black people, the people of Africa in particular. You are the most oppressed people historically. To this date, you're being oppressed. You're oppressed in every way. But the biggest form of oppression that you have is mental. It's psychological. Because they've gotten into your heads to the point that you no longer know your identity. You do not know who you are. And I know that um, I'm going to get a sister or a brother who's going to call me up on this and say, you preach on the Bible, how dare you talk about people who don't know themselves because you ought not do that um, if you are black or African. We will touch on this, the Bible and its, its roots and origins some other time, some other day. But one thing I will say is that the black race is the original race. This is not to hate on any other race. This this podcast is not racially profiling any other race. But one thing I will say is that as black people, you have to know who you are divinely. Know yourselves. For the black woman, especially who bleaches her skin, please understand that melanin is medication. It's one of the strongest elements ever. Melanin is found on every planet that makes up the solar system. No joke, what you have in your skin, that pigment amounts to your wisdom. Don't get rid of it. Use it. 
take advantage of it and use it. Don't self-hate. There's nothing hateful about you. Everything about you is beautiful. Know yourself. And to all the people in the world, black, white, Asian, you name it, know yourselves. Don't be conformed by this world. Renew your minds. Do not be conformed by this world. Not everything you see is what you what you see. Not everything you see is as it seems. It doesn't matter if your father's father believed in that. If it's not true. But the only way that you know it's not true is within. Uninfluenced within quiet every other voice listen to none other but yours what's talking to you who's talking to you from within you will know your life path you will know your destiny you will know your fate it is not by chance that you're here right now exactly where you are going through whatever it is that you're going through good, bad or ugly everything is for good just learn to see the the glass half full rather than the glass half empty and I know some people say oh that's not being realistic you won't talk about real how the things you see that you think you see in this world are not real it's all an illusion real sometimes is what you don't see um i've digressed in this message and sometimes i will do that because i kind of just go with the flow sometimes I didn't mean to get this deep but it is what it is I I also might have confused you so please feel free to reach me if you have any questions you can leave voicemail on this podcast call in leave a voicemail let me know what you think I welcome suggestions questions praise reports whatever they are please do everything in love because I'm reaching out to you in love I thank you again for listening. Please be advised. This podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. And this includes Anchor, which is the platform I record on. But there is also Spotify. Um, You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on Instagram, on Facebook, on Google Podcasts, on Twitter, on um, uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other hosts um, that you can listen on. However, when it comes to voicemail, I believe that the only platform that has voicemail availability is Anchor, and you would have to download the Anchor app if you don't already have it in order for you to record um, a voicemail for me. But please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think. Let me know what 
her thoughts are have you found yourself wondering why you're here why are you human why you're not a stone why are you living this human existence you know why are you here at this time why is the world becoming so evil um, all these things you think about these questions what what goes through your mind share your thoughts with me and um, you know if you have any prayer requests please reach out I would love to join my faith to yours you do not have to be Christian whatever it is that you believe in as long as it is not Satan and even if it is Satan I will pray with you I just won't pray to Satan um, but I thank you for listening I pray that you stay well. I pray that these times we're going through, that they pass. Um, I pray for healing for all of you who are currently sick. Whatever it is that you are sick. I pray that you find strength, resistance, resilience, and above all, healing in your mind, body, soul, spirit. In the mighty name of Oh, my Lord and Savior, the one true Christ. Amen. All right. Thank you for listening. Once more, this is your host, the Samaritan Woman, coming to you. Thank you for listening to the Love Pill. I love you. Goodbye. Welcome once more to The Love Pill. This is your host, The Samaritan Woman. Every time I say this is your host, I feel like this should be This Is Your Hostess. Well, well, I'm going to be your host. (laughs) Okay, so this is your host, The Samaritan Woman. Welcome, welcome. Make yourselves comfortable. Um, Most of us are currently, you know, on lockdown at home and... So, um, we have nothing really that occupies us. So, please feel free to come through, listen, listen to past episodes. I'm going to try to record and put out as much as I can during this time that people have time on their hands to listen. And I hope that this finds you well. I hope that this finds your loved ones well. And, um, you know, just keep doing what it is that you're told to do during this time as far as keeping yourself safe. Uh, Make sure that you are are social distancing. You are staying on lockdown if that is what's happening in your town. You know, stay in and uh, stay home and stay safe. And, you know, um, if you need to go out, make sure it's an absolute necessity unless you're a worker whose um, job function is of essential use to the society. I want to give a special thank you to all those workers out there from grocery store workers um, to the garbage man to the paramedics, the nurses, the doctors, the lab techs, the surgical techs. Um, you know, everybody that is out there right now, um, those supplying the grocery stores, um, I just want to tell y'all, thank you, the farmers, um, you know, the laborers in in the farms. I just want to say thank you to everyone that is, uh, working so hard to ensure that, um, those of us that are, um, self-distancing and quarantining and all of that, 
or um, you know we have a way to feed ourselves to take care of ourselves you know the pharmacists um, you know the stores you know everywhere that is open right now providing a service to mankind I just want to say a big thank you to you um, and uh, in the same light let me reach out to those who do not take this seriously who are still going about their business like it were nothing even though your business is not an essential business right now please stay home let us flatten this curve things will get back to normal someday and we will all look back and this will seem like a distant memory but right now in order for us to get to that point we all need to do our part little by little we each need to do our part so if staying home is the least that you're being asked to do please do it to those who have lost their jobs um, I really really I'm with you in solidarity I feel so bad that this has happened to you um, I pray that we get out of this soon and that you find your jobs again now while speaking on the topic of jobs I just if, if I may just digress from what I'm talking about I am to talk about today and let me just say that I am appalled that a lot of companies are laying off people airline companies are laying off people um, you know uh, travel industry companies are laying off people um, different companies are laying off people just within a few weeks of us being in this pandemic and my question to those companies is do you not have any contingency plan in place given that we have had such things as 9-11 happened before we have gone through a depression or two did you not have a contingency plan in place were you living as a company from paycheck to paycheck how do you explain the fact that within a week or two your employees are being laid off fired furloughed whatever word it is that you want to use to cut people's employment is that fair to you those of you ceos who are, are, are uh, pocketing several hundreds of millions of dollars in your pockets while you fire people while you lay off people in times like these have you no conscience have you no shame you all expect a bailout from the government you're asking to be helped out you should not be be helped out if anything your salaries your salaries should be taken all of you the ceos the board members the directors the vice presidents all of you your salaries should be taken and your day-to-day -day laborers your day-to-day -day employees should be paid with that money because you do not deserve it you do deserve those positions that you're in it is a shame that after just a couple of weeks you lay off so many people there are there are, there are airlines who have laid off 90 percent of their staff they have cut more than half of their routes this is just not a temporary thing you have just laid off people you think these people have given you their loyalty for nothing 90 percent of your staff are you kidding me i will not name the name of these airlines but you know yourselves how dare you do that to people these people have been nothing but loyal to you and this is how you repay them in a moment like this this is how you repay them i feel like these companies need to be held accountable 
And I ask for the citizens of the world that we do not fold our hands. We do not stand and take this anymore. That we ask for answers. That these companies answer for once when this is over. They need an answer. They need an answer and not a bailout. We're not going to give them a bailout. They need an answer and they need to restore these people's jobs back. The airline industry, it is a shame. The travel industry as a whole. I say this because I work in the travel industry. So this hits home for me. I am one of the blessed ones who has not lost her job. Thanks be to God. But please, I feel for those that have. It is a disgrace that you, Mr. CEO, you, Mrs. CEO, you are somewhere peaceful, quiet, while there is somebody who's wondering how he's going to feed his child tomorrow, how his wife is going to get her medication because she has been diagnosed with the pandemic, and you laid him off. Have you people no conscience? Have you no conscience? How do y'all sleep at night? Well, I try not to get like this on this podcast. I try to make it one of love. And even with that, I still love you all. All you cheats. I still love you. But sometimes you make it so hard to be sweet. Sometimes I have to love you and be firm. Because that seems to be the only language that some of you understand. So, um, sorry I digress, but... You know, let me get back to today's business. Um, I've come here today to talk to you. I, I had mentioned in the uh, earlier part of this podcast that this was going to be a three-part podcast. We talked about birth. We talked about destiny, life, path, and fate. And today, um, we're going to talk about death and uh, a little bit about grieving, too. Um, during this pandemic, there are lots of people who are dying we're probably going to lose a lot more people and um, there are lots of people who are grieving their loved ones and it's very hard to lose someone and not be able to say goodbye to them and that's what some people are having to go through because it is a pandemic corpses are being burnt just uh, you know um, to stop the spread um, they're being cremated, I should say, to, to stop the spread of the disease. And it is um, sometimes done so fast that the family does not get a chance to see their loved one and say goodbye. And um, I feel pain for these families, especially the people in Italy right now, because it's just so much the toll is just so high out there and they get to see this day in day out and um, their healthcare workers out there have been doing the most and I just applaud them I applaud the um, Cuban medical staff that's gone over there to help I applaud the uh, medical companies from China Japan um, Russia that have reached out to Italy and helped and any of the countries that I haven't mentioned if I haven't mentioned you it's because I haven't read about you yet um, but if you have reached out to help Italy in one way or another thank you so much I appreciate it personally and I'm sure that the rest of the world does appreciate you may God bless you
Um, so I'm going to talk today about death and that, uh, may I just say that um, this recording there's nothing political about it so do not come for me. I stand here to speak in spirit and in truth what is my truth. It might not be yours but it is you know what I feel within me and um, we may agree to disagree but just know that I love you and I come in love always in love so um, talking about death you know I had started this podcast episode one we talked about death a little um, as it was the day after the passing of NBA legend um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and their friends and um, there was a sad time and um, I would say that the way I found my voice, the way I found my path, my purpose, um, was uh, the catalyst to it was death. It was loss through death of a very loved one, of a dear one to me. And um, that death changed the course of my life. It changed everything about me. And um, I just wanted to share a touch on death today. And, you know, like I always say, I'm no expert. Um, but, you know, the little I know, I would love to pass on and uh, get us thinking. So sometimes, like I say, I'm going to come on here and, you know, say things. There might be things that I know. There might be things that I don't subscribe to, whatever it is. Um, But at the end of the day, I want it all to be food for thought because I want you all to be thinking about certain things just to give you something to ponder about, meditate about, pray about, seek on. Death stings. It hurts. And there is never any telling how long the pain will last. It hurts that the person we love is dead. But what hurts even more than that is the fact that we we won't see them physically in this lifetime again. And, you know, we, we reel from that loss. It's that loss that hurts most. We may never see them smile again. We may never hear their voice again. We may never feel their hug again. You know, when you have that person that, when they give you that hug, is that special hug. That hug that just envelops you and makes you feel safe, makes you feel welcome, makes you feel carefree, loved. That person that gives you that kiss that makes you feel happy deep from within and I'm not talking romantic necessarily but just maybe it might be a peck to the forehead or a peck to the cheek but you feel the love that it comes with and when they're gone it's just like that void is just so big it's like how do you feel that void I'm going to be real with you listeners today. 
you can't fill the void of a loved one. No two people are the same. And nobody, nobody is replaceable. We're all unique. If you're a, if you're a woman and you lose a, a lover, a boyfriend, a husband, and you think you're going to sleep with 200 men to get that feeling again, you never will. Same goes for a van. If you're a child and you lose your father and you're a girl and you, you know, you grow up and you feel that you're going to find that father figure in all the men that you date, you never will. And vice versa. It just doesn't work like that. People are irreplaceable. However, I want to come in and give people hope today. I want to give you hope. Death is not the end. It isn't. Your loved one lives on. Their soul lives on. And see, this this flesh we have, this body we have, this is like an exoskeleton. Like The way I liken it is like when you watch these alien movies and you see like the alien comes and he gets shot at and then you see him shed his exoskeleton and then the real being within him comes out. That's what it is like you have this this body the shell this you know what we see that's just your exoskeleton deep within is your soul and that's the part of you that cannot die and so your loved one is living in eternity now I'm sure you cannot wait to get there with him to meet him I think death is something beautiful. I think it's something that we should all look forward to. The Bible talks about a lot of people that when they died, they rested with their fathers. Isn't it a beautiful thing? You rest with your ancestors. All those who've gone before you, you go rest with them. And you wait for those who are coming after you. And then eventually at some point we'll all rise up again. I believe that we need to change our perception about death. It'll take away our fear of death. A lot of people are so scared of death that that keeps them imprisoned within their own existence on earth. It keeps them imprisoned within their own minds. It keeps them imprisoned in society because they feel like they need to conform even to the things that they don't have to conform to. They feel they they need to conform to those things because they feel that they are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They feel that if they don't conform, then maybe somebody will kill them. Maybe, you know, oh my goodness, I have to do what they say that I have to do because if I don't do it, then they will, you know, worst case scenario, they kill me. If I speak up, they kill me and stuff. But what you don't understand is that they can kill the exoskeleton, which is your flesh, but your soul lives on. And if you're holding on to your family, your loved ones, and that's because, you know, you don't want to get killed because you don't want them to miss you, then prepare their minds. Talk to them about death. 
prepare their minds so that when you're gone, they're going to be okay because you know you're going to be fine. Wherever you go, you're just going to sit there and wait for them to come. And let me tell you, time flies. And there's nothing more beautiful than spending eternity. Eternity. Never ending. Never dying. Eternity. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing, people. Um, A lot of cultures believe in life after death. A lot of cultures believe in life after death. And some cultures believe in reincarnation. Um, Do you believe in reincarnation? Do you think that people come back here to finish what they didn't finish in a previous life? Do you believe that people have agreements, one soul onto another? Let's say, for instance, your fiancé died just as you were planning your wedding. You didn't get to get married to them. And so they promised themselves they're going to come back to this life in another lifetime. And they're going to find you. And together, you guys are going to give it a try again. However, with that reset button, you forget everything of the past. At least that's what, it's, that's what is believed. So it's a new start. You might not even recognize who they are. Even though your soul will. Um, and I talked a little bit about soul connections the other day, but you know uh, we won't we won't talk much about that right now. Cause we're not talking about souls and soulmates and soul ties and soul um, and, and and twin flames and all that stuff. We're not talking about that today. But um, you know, it, it gives us something to think about. You know. Do we get a second chance at this life? Or do we just go on to eternity? Either way, it's a good deal to me. Either way, it's a good deal to me. Even though I would rather go on to eternity and not come back here, this world is wicked. (laughs) I'd much rather carry on to eternity than come back. But, you know, if you ever want to come back, if you get the chance to, why not? You know, um... I really see death as a new beginning. Whatever way you look at it, be it in eternity, be it in Hades, be it, you know, in a new earth, a new heaven, be it coming back here another lifetime, reincarnated. It is a new beginning. Let us learn to look forward to our new beginnings. Let us learn to not dwell so much on the negative. And um, I know that the Bible talks against necromancy, which is contacting the death, the, the dead. But I know also that there are people who get contacted by the dead. The dead contact these people. These people don't contact the dead. So then, what do we call that? And why is that allowed? Why are the dead allowed to contact some living, but the living are not allowed to contact the dead? Why is it a one-way phone call? Um, Questions, questions, people. (laughs) Questions, right? But like I said, sometimes on this podcast, we will have food for thought. um, Because I want us to to think, open our minds a little, 
and think about stuff and ask questions. And if you get perfect answers, good for you. You know, feel free to come on here and share with me. But I just want to encourage everyone. And, um, you know, if your loved ones are living on, then they're around you every time. They're looking down on you. They're wishing you the best. They're no longer in pain if they died in pain. They're no longer suffering. They're no longer dealing with the ills of this world. Just think of them living a peaceful, happy existence. Live your own life here on earth. Fulfill your mission. And also look forward to the day when you get to join them. And where you get to have that time with them. Once more, I apologize if the recording is noisy. I really don't know why my neighbors decided to sit out today and make so much noise when it's a time when we're supposed to be social distancing. I don't know why they're not in their (laughs) apartment, why they're outside. I really don't know. I can't understand it. This is the second night they have done this. Um, But, you know, we cannot understand people, right? Um, And if you have neighbors like mine, say a prayer for them. Bless the Lord. You got cheerful neighbors who can stand out and laugh. And, um, you know, just ask him to have him just hush a little bit. (laughs) All right. So, dear people, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember, we have the possibility to leave a voicemail on here. Uh, and, and also remember this podcast is available on several platforms, uh, starting with Anchor, which is the platform I record on, and going to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, you name it. Please feel free to come on, comment, leave a voicemail, ask questions, um, you know, share testimony, share praise reports, um, share whatever it is you're going through. If you have, if there's something that you're going through and you have nobody to turn to, nobody to talk to, please feel free to reach out. Um, I don't know everything. I really am no expert, but let me join my faith to yours. Let me pray for you and let me pray with you. And, uh, also please pray for me. Um, pray that I fulfill what it is I'm supposed to fulfill with this podcast. Um, things are not always going to be cheerful. And um, may I get the strength to carry on to fulfill this part of my purpose and the rest of my purpose too. And I pray that you all get to fulfill your purpose as well. I pray that all those who have lost their lives in this pandemic rest in perfect peace, that their loved ones find consolation, that they find peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding. I actually pray that that peace that surpasses all understanding be spread around the world right now because a lot of people are troubled, a lot of people are tormented, a lot of people are dealing with paranoia, um, a lot of people are fearful, frightful and just outright scared and I just want to encourage everyone I want to pray for everyone that your faith be renewed 
I pray that you find that peace that surpasses all understanding right now. Let this not trouble you. Please do not be troubled. This too shall pass. And should this take you with it, should this pandemic be your exit out of this world, be encouraged. There is life after death. Death is not the end. Keep on living. Christ conquered death. He conquered hell so that you could have eternal life. So keep on living. Be thankful. Be grateful. God did not give us a spirit of fear. So please do not be afraid. This too shall pass. I love you all. I thank you all. Please stay blessed. Social distancing, people. Wash your hands. Keep those hand sanitizers handy. Do not touch your face. Also remember, this is a time when there are seasonal allergies. So if you're feeling um, some kind of way, you might want to check if you have allergies. You know, you may go see your allergies, call your allergies, whatever you need to do. But please do not panic. You may just be having allergies. It is springtime, people. And we all know spring is a time of rebirth. So we pray that with the spring, let new things come to life. Let the dormant things of the earth come back to life. And let the hope and faith within us come back to life. Let the love that we share as mankind come back to life. Let us grow in love. Let us love one another. Let us forgive people. Use this time while you're home to forgive anyone that had wronged you or anyone that you had wronged. Forgive yourself. Ask for their forgiveness. Reach out to people you haven't reached out to in a long time. People you haven't heard from in a long time. Let bygones be bygones. Let 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 things go. Don't hold on to stuff. Don't hold on to evil. Let it go. Be loving. Be loved, people. It is going to be well. We shall overcome this. This too shall pass. Thank you for listening to The Love Bill. I am your host, The Samaritan Woman. I love you. Goodbye.